We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. This is the best of the Joe Show, running back some of the best audio you've heard on this radio station over the past 24 hours. I am Dan Day, and you know what day it is. Feel good Friday, so going to make you feel extra good going into the weekend. Who cares about the weather? It's always sunshiny here. Got some good reggae music on the way to put you those good vibes and those good ways in life. Also, the Joe Rose Show. They're going to be talking to NBA baller Grant Long about the NBA. Dan Lebertard Show. It's all about that driving force in your life. Then Hawk and Crowder, they are back. And better than ever. But right now, let's do some headlines. The Heat have released videos addressing systematic racism featuring players Pat Riley and owner Mickey Arison. The NBA has also officially made today, Juneteenth, a paid holiday. The University of Florida has banned its famous gator bait cheer due to the phrase having a historic racist imagery. With no agreement on what the season will look like between the owners and MLBPA, the Marlins have released at least 30 minor leaguers. An Inter-Miami CF player has tested positive for coronavirus. The MLS's back tournament is still scheduled to begin July 8th in Orlando. The NCAA warns that if Mississippi does not change its state flag, championship games will not be held at any of its locations within the state. Mississippi is the final and last state of the union to still have a Confederate symbol on its flag. Senator Marchio Rubio has officially introduced a bill to compensate NCAA athletes for their name, likeness, and image. And after a long week, you know what time it is. It's time to take a step into the day spa. <sighs> In attempt to protect its actors and actresses from COVID-19, producers of the soap opera The Bold and the Beautiful say they will use blow-up dolls in love scenes. You can never be too safe. A Liverpool, England woman admits to breaking government social distancing protocol to sleep with two married men during quarantine. Ooh, my hot mess of the day. A discount store worker in Britain is under fire after making an X-rated prank announcement over the PA system. Uh, hello? I'm looking for a Mr. Mihoff, first name Jack. A UFO spotted in the skies of Sedaya, Japan, remains a mystery after the government says it has no idea what it is. You know me, I believe in aliens for multiple reasons. Today, Zoe Saldana's birthday. Mmm. Now on to weather. 
Tonight's forecast, rainy with temperatures around 80. This morning, Joe Rose did not get out of bed, did not go into his study, did not connect to the network and do his show. He had the day off. No worries, Zach Krantz and my man Alex Dono took you for a ride talking to former Heat player Grant Long about the NBA bubble. Also, making a statement playing or not playing the NBA. Stop licking your hands. It's nasty and unsanitary. Coronavirus Gustapo, the Heat's shot in the NBA restart, and NBA skins and shirts game. So, Grant, we got the um, the bubble, the playoff bubble, the 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 tournament bubble in Orlando. Hopefully, uh, going to come to some sort of fruition in the next month or so with a little bit of training camp and the testing going on. And then we have a couple players that came out and were a little reluctant to go play. Obviously, we're living in a very crazy world right now outside of sports. We see that social injustice all over the place. We know what's going on. We see it every day on the news. And some players are using that as a kind of, not a crutch, but to say, I don't want to play because of what's going on. And I'm kind of okay with that also. Whatever it takes to get the world back to being on center is fine with me. But do you think that everything is going to go on in a month or so in Orlando with this NBA for all that you're hearing? I have no reason to believe that it won't. You know, there's a there's a side of the NBA that Kyrie has organized a group of guys, or players, I should say, that have a stance that they shouldn't play. I heard there was a vote taken a couple of days ago, and Kyrie was one of the guys who said, yeah, we should play. So I don't know, you know, how his stance pivoted so quickly. Hey, it is the, the election year, so who knows? A whole lot of things are going on with the vote. So he, he ended up changing his, changing his mind, and I guess a couple of other players did too. So it looks like the players are on board to play. As far as the social uh, content, I, I think it could be done either way. If the players didn't play, they have a platform to, to go ahead and exercise their, their right to do things. But if they also play, you have the right there as well. So I don't think there's a right or wrong way on either side of the players. So I think that's what ended up happening. Somebody decided that, hey, guys, we can still continue to protest and, and make our feelings known if we're playing on the court. So I think that's what ended up happening. I'm all for the guys wanting to play, but i got to say this, guys. I still don't think that it's safe. And I heard what you guys were saying as, as you were coming on, and you're exactly right. Everybody's licking their hands, they're spitting on their hands, wiping the bottom of their feet, and then all of a sudden they're shaking hands with people. They're, they're guys that are blowing their nose on the bench. It's a whole lot of other things that are going on to me, would be unsanitary, especially considering the times that we're in. And I don't know how you're going to go about changing that, but all, if, you, if you go back to the last maybe six or seven games that were played, guys, instead of high-fiving, were fist-bumping. They were elbow-bumping. So it wasn't a whole lot of hand-to-hand contact touching that way. Yeah, and, and Grant, you're right. I mean, when you talk about a sport, a contact sport, like there's no way, no way to make it 100% safe. Uh, I mean, from where I sit, I do think, like the NBA seems like they've done a pretty good job, like coming out with this protocol, the 113 page. I'd be lying if I said I read the whole thing. I did comb through some of the bullet points, but <laughs> so I mean, I mean, your, your perspective on that because uh, it, it seems like they thought about thought about just about everything. Like, do you think the NBA has approached this, uh, you know, about as best as they can to keep these players as safe as possible? Yeah, I think they have. But guys, here's the thing: at the end of the day, you know, we're we're two months in, two and a half months of, into this thing. If you go back to the very beginning, we have no cure. We have no vaccination we have no shot that you we have nothing here we are right. two and a half months later what would give you the indication that we can all of a sudden start up again like business as usual it's, it's like the people right. that are out the, the common people that are out boy the sun's shining now it's warm weather let's just get outside wait a minute 
There's a pandemic going on. There's a virus going around. It's killing people. What are you talking about? The weather's nice. Let's get back outside. That's not an indication that, that all systems are go. And that's what I'm talking about where I just don't think you could... I, Listen, the guys, the NBA, the, the NBA is trying to do it the best that they can to make this thing safe. But the experts, the scientists, they say you could come in and temperature can be great and have no signs whatsoever, and even test negative, and yet you could still be carrying the virus that would transfer or spread to somebody else. How is that a safe scenario when you get all these guys together under a bubble and say let's play when you have no idea who has has this virus because it didn't show up. And reading this article on CBSSports.com, and by the way, if you do have a 30-second window in your life today and you go on CBSSports.com, look for the article. It's NBA Disney bubble rule highlights most likely to be broken, hardest to follow, and other superlatives. The 11-second video of Anthony Davis licking his hand, high-fiving Avery Bradley. He touches his mouth and then they high-five LeBron James. is probably <laughs> the best video. It's like one of those videos you watch in middle school for sex ed when it tells you what to do or what not to do. Or, right. I'm telling you, I laughed so hard, and now I have it on loop playing while we're doing this interview, Grant. I can't stop laughing because it's it's you're right. It's the average thing. Grant, you played. How many times did you, you know, right before you get the free throw line, you lick your hand or you're getting on the court or you're just kind of, you know, waving your hands in the air. You touch some other guy and you slap this guy in the chest. Or It really is incredible. I think one of the greatest things and one of the funniest things that could happen in this, on all of this when it comes to rules and regulations, is there's going to be an anonymous hotline to report potential violations of protocols in Orlando and they had a whole thing of who's going to be the first one to call and snitch on somebody else. Grant, oh, these wow. kind of things, I mean, Grant, I'm <laughs> laughing hysterically because now I'm thinking to myself, okay, let's say Houston and L.A. are playing in the second round. Let's say James Harden calls up and uh, says that LeBron's got a violation. Like, these type of things are going to go through players' heads and people's heads. Grant, this is hysterical. This is like a Saturday Night Live routine going on right now. And then on top of that, there'll be no fans there. So you right. have, yeah. this is a completely different dynamic dynamic working here. A lot of onus will be on the players to police themselves and hold accountability. All of those things that we've always said throughout the years, players accountability, police themselves, act accordingly. All of these things now are really going to be forced to be in play. And you're right, it's going to be interesting to see how this all plays out, who the tattletales will be, who the snitches right, will be right. to find out. To maybe gain an advantage because obviously players, that's what they do. They're professional athletes try to gain an advantage some kind of way. And if that's a way to get, a, get an advantage, of course they're going to do it. Grant, I'm curious, from a Miami Heat perspective uh, on this you know, resumption of the NBA and the playoffs, Like I, I know they're not one of the favorites to win the title, nor should they be, but uh, I look at this from the perspective of a Heat Fan, and I see you know a very well conditioned team because Spolstra and Riley keep these guys oh, yeah. in the best possible shape, oh, yeah. and it's a very deep team. So when you're talking about coming back from three months away and having to resume pretty quickly, again, I'm not saying they win the title, but wouldn't you say the Heat are probably better prepared from a conditioning standpoint to deal with this than a lot of other clubs? Hey, here's the thing, and you talk about the travel; they're just going right up the road. They don't yeah. have to travel far <laughs> to feel comfortable, and they'll be in their own state. They're going to feel very comfortable and let's not forget this team was playing some very good basketball it's got some excellent pieces in place to be very competitive so i wouldn't want to run into a miami heat team that was playing the way that they were playing before this whole thing came to a halt now all of a sudden you give some guys some rest guys like goran Dragic, he's, he's he's healthier now because of his time off they're, they're a very good team like i said i wouldn't want to run into them when they're playing and hitting their stride interesting situation with some of these teams including the heat because i think in the eastern conference although milwaukee has been the best team not just in the east but in the league all year long when you're in this type of environment no home court you know not worried about anything like that no 
fans in the stands. Anything can necessarily happen. And with that said, I'm going back to that article again because they have another great piece in this article that players from other teams will be allowed to attend other teams' games. So if the Heat are playing, you know, in the first round, the Pacers and someone from the Sixers or someone from another team wants to watch that game, they'll actually be allowed no to scouting. Stands. Right. So there's you're, you're allowed you're allowed to kind of scout that way. But the example they use in here is um, with no fans and no kind of crowd noise, a guy in the stands. I mean, Grant, you've been on the bench before, I'm sure, when you saw a player come up and shoot a three pointer, or shoot a jump shot, and you knew at that point this guy's not making that. This is going to be an air ball. <laughs> the example they use here is imagine guard. Sixers guard Ben Simmons comes up to the court and gets up for one of his rare transition three-pointers and you hear a dude in the stands go, hell no, that ain't go air ball. Like, you're going to hear that. Like, this is going to be a lot of good. This could be a really entertaining way to watch these games without fans, without the home announcers, because I don't know what's going to happen with that. But for the first time in my lifetime, sure, your lifetime and anyone else's listening, this is going to be a really weird way to watch basketball, yet I can't wait for it to come back. I agree, because here's my take on that, guys. It's going to be like a very, very, very competitive pickup game. Not like the All-Star right. game. It's competitive, but it's also a show. But it's going to be now, hey, let's, let's just compete. There's no fans here to try to draw a fake foul phantom charge and all of this other kind of stuff. It's going to be like a skins and shirt type thing. You know, let, let's just play, guys, because it's, like I said, there's no crowd to play to. There's no energy. You're going to have to derive your own energy. There's no, there's no not going to be any momentum swings based on the crowd noise and all that kind of stuff. You're going to have to generate all of that on your own. So now you're going to see basketball, in my estimation, at its purest. You're going to see guys say, let's just play. Let's just get after it. And that's going to be a good thing to see from us watching on the television. Fans aren't there to cheer their guys on, but like I said, it's going to make it, in my estimation, much more competitive. Well, Grant, I hope the next time we bug you to come on the show, we're actually talking about games or or, or, or the, the schedule coming out, because one thing that me and Alex were talking about earlier in the show today also was the fact that when the schedule, if and, all, if and when this whole thing comes about and they are going to play games, and we are getting closer to an actual jump ball and a real game playing, we could see like NCAA tournament type game schedule. We see <laughs> four or five games in a row in one day and for an NBA fan like me like Dono and you as well oh, yeah. it could be a lot right exactly it could be, be so a good. lot of fun but until we get to that time and we actually are seeing games it stinks that we're only talking about what may happen and not what is going to happen so I hope the next time we bring you on Graham it's about oh did you see that game last night what do you think LeBron did or this or that whatever the case may be but I always thank you for your time uh, coming on and talking some NBA with us we'll bug you again soon and like I said hopefully next time it's when they're actually playing some games hey, hey thanks guys hey quick question do you think baseball is going to ramp up we just had a baseball guy on and he is still on the on, on the way of we're going to get baseball soon uh it's going to happen soon maybe a couple extra double headers uh per week just to get the schedule in grant i'm going to tell you that i'm on the other side of that and i don't think this is ever going to work but my baseball expert says it will so i guess we have to go with him and not wow. dumb zach Oh, <laughs> all right. <laughs> right, right, right. So that's it. Grant, I hope the family's good. Hope you're staying safe. We'll talk to you again soon. Thanks, guys. Have a good morning. Basketball, baseball, soccer, restart, spike, bubble, N95 mask. I'm just throwing out random buzzwords right now. Oh, hope restart. Hope restart is the one that really, really hits it hard. Speaking of hitting it hard, Dan Levitard show. Apropos of nothing that I could tell, Asks the group, who's the ma- the most famous person you've ever driven somewhere? Meet me in just five minutes here on the Best of the Joe Show. In Joey Joss. 
The best of the Joe Show, running back some of the best audio you've heard on this radio station over the past 24 hours. I am Dan Day on this Feel Good Friday. Let's feel good with some reggae. Derek Laura with the Stamina All-Stars. Well, there's a will, there's a way. Sometimes you just got to feel that way. Mm-hmm. That already makes you feel good going into the weekend, as if you didn't already feel good enough knowing it's Friday afternoon. Yes, indeed. Want to feel better? I'm going to throw some Dan Levitard on you. They're talking about chauffeuring famous people and strange items found in your car. So Chris Cody, who has not had a banner for months during the pandemic, uh, is unaffected by this. You know, he dances during breaks. He keeps he's got an amnesia like a, a like a great cornerback. Shooter's going to shoot, Dan. Yeah. Uh, so right before the microphones go on, right as we're about to talk about whatever's important societal thing I'm about to talk about, he leans into the Zoom chat and just apropos of nothing that I could tell, asks the group, who's the ma- the most famous person you've ever driven somewhere why were you doing that uh what what was the point where did that conversation start that you ended up asking everybody that well it started with tony saying during the break because last segment we were talking about adam schefter and the shower in bristol and tony used to live in bristol and tony was like i have a crazy story and long story short the story was essentially i once drove adam schefter somewhere like a mile away from the campus and he was real excited about that and it got me thinking wow who's the most famous person i've ever driven and i said Sorry, Tony, I have you beat. I once picked up Bill Simmons from a hotel and brought him to the studio. So I trump your Schefter with a Bill Simmons. I'm not even sure. Did you, tr- did you trump him, though? Uh, put it on the poll at Lebetard Show. Who is the more famous person to drive somewhere, Adam Schefter or Bill Simmons? Well, I have another poll question because I think the most famous person I've ever driven, it has to either be you, Dan Levitard, or Dan Patrick. I drove him home from your wedding back to the hotel. So it has to be one of those two. I mean, do you fancy yourself to be more famous than Dan Patrick? I do not. I think you are. Came in with a strong nominee. He once drove June Lee. Uh, that is not a strong uh, <laughs> nominee. I don't know. Uh, I don't. <laughs> that, that, is, that is just. <laughs> Typically, Billy. That's all. That's, that is that. Famous people don't want to hang out with me. I don't know what to tell you. All right, but no, but Billy, is that so? You went through the entire. You went through enti- your entire history of driving and your entire life, and in trying to get to this conversation involved in it, you actually ranked June Lee as the most famous person you've ever driven somewhere. Look, Dan, I'm not a liar. They asked me the question. I said, you know what? I don't think I've ever driven a famous person anywhere. This shouldn't surprise you. I don't go places where there are famous people. I don't go places where people generally hang out. These aren't situations (laughs) that I often find myself in. And then to add to all of that, this also should surprise you. My car, a bit messy. So I try to avoid <laughs> driving people places whenever I can. In Billy's defense, he was actually socializing with June Lee, whereas Tony and I were just chauffeurs for these people. Oh, you guys were just quiet? You didn't dare start a conversation? You just kept moving or you oh, waited oh, for them to start the conversation? No, I, we had, I had a great conversation with Bill Simmons. My point is, is that the only reason he was in the car with me is because I was sent to pick him up. Tony was asked to do a favor and 
and drive some more. Billy was genuinely hanging out with June Lee. Since we're all in the business of putting each other's business out there, apparently, Chris Cody picked up Bill Simmons from, I believe, the Fort Lauderdale airport in the middle of the Big Three era and drove him to the studio to do like an hour on the show. And I believe, if I remember the story correctly, it's like an hour drive or something. It was a long drive that he had him with. Bill Simmons turned to Chris at one point and asked him, do people in Miami really hate me? And Chris had to be like, no, Bill, they don't hate you. <laughs> that boy. That's true. <laughs> and I remember I actually brought my mom's car to pick him up because I was embarrassed of how dirty my car was. So I was like, I have to pick up Bill ah. Simmons today. Mom, I need your car. Uh, put on a nice right. shirt. It's, like, it's one of the most pathetic things I've ever heard. It honestly is that you're upgrading an automobile. First of all, it's one of the least surprising things I've ever heard that you and Billy don't know how to keep a car clean. Like, that's not surprising in any way. But the question I have as a follow-up is, Billy, if I searched your car, what is the weirdest thing I would find? What's the thing that if you had to go out to your car right now and beat me to get to your car, you had to get there first, and you went there, and you'd be trying to hide what before I found it? Oh, probably like 18 half-drank water bottles. Clean it out. I want to get back into this subject of Ronald McDonald and whether or not you guys notice that he's kind of being erased he's being he's sort of being evicted uh, again it's from long reads he's a man but not a man a mascot but a cipher a friend and a shill he's ronald mcdonald one of the most recognizable faces in the world and he's out of work in a brand landscape that doesn't have room for clowns had you even noticed that that had happened no imagine giving him a ride somewhere though <laughs> <laughs> that's the thing as i was going through my head trying to figure out who's the one for me like it, it'd have to be someone like pat sajak right like a fame that that reaches across the way that Ronald McDonald's does. I mean, Barkley. I know Barkley's been in your car. You've driven yes. around with Charles is, Barkley. Who's more famous, Pat Sajak or Charles Barkley? That is a great question. I feel like it's, well, no, it's Pat Sajak, I would say, probably. I remember two weirder things in my car upon uh, reflection. One is the inflatable bald eagle costume is in my car. <laughs> and the other was my car got broken into one year on my birthday. It was a horrible birthday. And they stole my radio. And I'm filling out the police report. And like, is anything else missing? And I'm going through all my stuff. And I'm like, they stole my slip and slide. And the cop did not think that, that was amusing at all. He was very upset. Casper, people, was there actually a slip and sl slide in your car? It's something that I can imagine. There was actually a slip and slide a hundred percent and it was stolen and i think that they didn't even want the slip and slide they stole one of those like apple crates or whatever it's called that it was in and i think that's what they wanted but i, I mean where do you get a slip and slide i had it in there and for a rainy day and then sure enough <laughs> gone. You, you literally <laughs> had it in there for a rain but the disappointment when you steal a crate thinking there might be some valuables in there when you open it up <laughs> no, it's a slip and you're slide you're thinking to yourself what kind of weirdo keeps a slip and slide in their car i was more upset about that than the radio ah i can see that right there most famous person i've ever chauffeured i'm gonna say either a jane's addiction lead singer perry farrell who's one of my heroes the whole time i was just trying to think of things to talk about it was absolutely crazy and then b 30 seconds to mars lead singer and oscar award winner jared leto he did not have that much to talk about but then again if you're that beautiful of a man you don't have to have that much of a personality having a lot of personality though no problem for Hawk and Crowder. They're back. His di I opened his diaper and it was stinking there, and I woke up the whole house. Hey, baby. <laughs> like hey, a party. Hey, hey Chaz Doodoo. Hey, everybody, Chaz Doodoo. Let's go. <laughs>
You're going to get more of that doo-doo in about five minutes, plus maybe some Huckman highlights and Crowder crowd pleasers of the week that was on the Hawk and Crowder show. And it's a feel-good Friday, so I got some feel-good reggae for you on the way here on the Best of the Joe Show. This is the Best of the Joe Show, running back some of the best audio you've heard on this radio station over the past 24 hours. I be Dan Day, and you be listening to a Feel Good Friday with some music from Derek Lara with the Stamina All-Stars, Demaguan. Irie, always saying Irie with the Hawk and Crowder Show afternoons here on 560 The Joe. They took a little vacation, but they are back. Crowder is talking about his kids' doo-doo, nervous about coronavirus, and gator bait will be explained. Here we go. It is a Friday, and Hockman and Crowder are back on your radios. What's up, Big Daddy? I'm good. I'm good. Don't know what time it is until I go on the show knowing it's 2 o'clock, but yeah, day and night just run together now, bro. So uh, you are obviously, for those that listen to us, they know that you had a third child. You, uh, your wife gave birth. Everybody's home now. So what is it like? You've got a house with three kids instead of two. And the, uh, the newest, Chaz Crowder, is uh, like a week old. So uh, <laughs> yeah. what's life like? It's crazy to say, but I enjoy the midnight to 7 a.m.s because that's when the older kids are asleep and it's just the baby. So, you know, I can sleep hour, you know, two, three hours at a time, but at least it's quiet because the baby's just sitting there sleeping. And then 7 a.m. comes around and it's a madhouse because it's <laughs> a seven and eight year old running around waking the baby up. Yeah. So so it, it's exhausting, as you know, with the baby. But you add the two kids in, man. But we love it. They love the kids. Our, uh, we have a nephew that's seven months old so he's over here now so now it's just it's just a it's 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 a little baby factory over here right now all hell has broken loose at the crowder household if y'all um, hear screaming don't call the police <laughs> i'll handle everything so i'm in my house in boca raton crowder is at the baby factory in davie <laughs> we each had a couple days off this week we are back here for a friday and by the way it is a loaded potato of a program i mean we are jammed to the gills especially because we haven't been on the air in a few days but we're very glad to be back obviously glad that you are tuned in and uh, hope to have some fun here over the next four hours. And uh, and I would imagine, Crowder, it's a little respite from the baby factory. You get to actually uh, put on like a, a professional uh, front instead of being daddy. Uh, so that's that's got to be relaxing almost. At noon, when I told the wife, let me get ready for the show and pulled out my notebook and started preparing my little office area where I do the show from, I really felt good. Like, hey, I'm a, I'm a productive grown man right now and not just not just a nurse. So I felt like a nurse for about three days. So is the baby, by the way, uh, well-behaved or is he colicky? Like, how's the, the first week been? Our daughter was allergic to dogs and we had two Rottweilers, so she had a rash, screaming. She had colic and acid reflux. So that was a tough one. Our son, once they did the circumcision, he was not a fan of that and screamed until it healed. (laughs) Little Chaz, man, circumcision at about 12. He was asleep at 1.30 and hadn't screamed. He is is really a great baby. We had a crazy thing. I've never been excited to to see number two. He didn't go to the bathroom for a day and a half, and everybody (laughs) panicked. And then, what was it, maybe Wednesday night. No, it would be – yeah, Wednesday night, about 2 a.m., he went number two. His di- I opened his diaper and it was stinking there, and I woke up the whole house. Hey, baby. <laughs> like hey, a hey, party. Hey, 
Hey, Chaz Doodoo. Hey, everybody, Chaz Doodoo. Let's go. Uh, for those of you that don't have kids, I mean, everything that you think is normal just gets thrown out the window because you obviously you don't want your uh, your baby to be constipated because that's going to cause pain. And that is like, that's cause for celebration. The way that you would wake your wife if you hit the lotto is the way that you wake your wife if your baby made a good doo-doo. It was better. I've hit, I've hit on some pretty good lottery tickets and ain't tell her. Boy, I smelled that stink and I was like, is that a fart or something more? Oh, yes! Hey, 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 come here, everybody look at I made everybody look at the diaper. Come here, look. Oh, that's so funny, man. Thank Daddy. God it's you, not me, by the way. That was 16 <laughs> years ago for me. Thank God. I don't think yeah. I could do that again. But, man, just to sit, you know, every, everybody has kids know. I just sit and stare at him for an hour. Yeah. Stare at him sleep and just smile and just stare and stare. It is, it, man, it's crazy. And it's the third one, but you it never you never lose that love for that new one. Yeah, yeah, amazing. Well, it's uh, exciting to be back on the air and have Crowder back. Starting to get a little bit nervous because there seems to be a, a pretty big increase in COVID-19 cases in Florida and and across the country. And I'm starting to get a little bit nervous that maybe sports and the return of sports is not going to happen as flawlessly as I thought it might happen before. Not to say that it might not, because it, it, it might, it might not. There just seems to be a little more going on right now. I was watching CNBC before the show started, the Apple stores, they're going to reclose their stores in some states, including Florida. Um, there just seems to be, uh, I don't know, there seems to be a little uptick, certainly in Florida, which I think would cause the NBA and the Players Association specifically to say, hey, wait a second, is it the smartest idea to bring everyone to Florida right now? So are you getting that yeah. feeling at all? Or, or are you still feeling like, hey, we, we got through the worst of it and uh, and people are tired? Like, it, it just, you can't put the genie back in the bottle. Like, I, 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 don't, I don't know what the prevailing notion it's, is right now. I'm getting scared. I'm with you too with the rising, you know, numbers. And then you hear both sides where you're testing more, you're going to catch, you know, you're going to get more positives. Right. If, you, if you double the test, you're going to double the positives. You hear that angle, but the numbers are going up. Hawk, but we talked about Houston on Monday. University of Houston had six or seven yep. players. Did you see Texas with 12, 13 people? Yeah. And, and the Philadelphia what... Phillies, they just, yeah. uh, they just had a bunch of positive tests. They shut down their uh, facility because of it. And so to your point, to your question, that's what scares me more than the national numbers going up is seeing that there's a precedent being set by these universities and these teams where 10 people get test positive, they shut it all down. And now how can one team do it and another team not do it? And now that I just, the precedence that's being set by, you know, six to 12 people getting it on a team and having to shut everything down. That's what's scaring me, bro. Yeah. It's going to be very interesting to see how this plays out. And uh, we know Dr. Fauci said he doesn't, uh, he doesn't see an actual football season being able to take place the way that it's scheduled. There's, there's still a lot up in the air. Look, it is June and there is a long ways to go. Now, I know MLS is supposed to start in a couple weeks. I think July 8th is the uh, the first date there. But then NBA, not till the end of July. And uh, who knows with MLB and the NHL. But uh, we also know, obviously, August, September is when football is supposed to start. So it's going to be very interesting to see what happens. Obviously, we'll continue to track it and monitor it on this show, bring you the news as uh, as is warranted. So you said crowd MLS, though. Inter-Miami had a player test Yes, positive. that's right. Inter-Miami had a player 
player test positive. But now, and again, the thing is, like, they can still, you know, they can still practice. They can quarantine that person. I guess maybe you're supposed to quarantine the people for contact tracing that came into contact with that person. But it just becomes a messy situation when you're seeing so many positive tests. It obviously, if there's that much virus out there, then there's obviously myriad times where you have a chance to contract the virus if you're out and about and more people are going out and about i'm guilty of it like i i think i fell into that trap of we got through the the, the tough part they're reopening businesses so you know i've gone to the beach a couple of days uh i met a friend for lunch today I met a friend for lunch yesterday and granted we sat outside we wore masks when we got there obviously took them off to eat we were the only ones around sitting outside but yeah i don't i don't i don't know all I know is the you're you're starting to see some places where you go, huh? How could this work as yeah. flawlessly as we thought it was going to work? But I'm I'm lucky. Obviously, we talked about it with the wife breastfeeding and the newborn. We want to keep, you know, we want to have our little bubble. They using the word. I heard the word bubble more in the last week. Yeah. I've heard my whole life. I haven't said bubble in years, and now everything's a bubble. <laughs> but we have a little bubble, and my dad came down here. Big Randy's down here with his wife, Chinta. And Big Randy, every time we say something about leaving the house, Chan, Chan, Chan. I'm 67 damn years old. I don't have time to get sick, man. <laughs> so, I have, so I have an older uh, father and a baby now. So, yeah, the Crowder house is a tight little little um, hand sanitizer bubble, if you want to call it. You've got the bubble. you got the bubble in Davy. Davy bubble. Don't let Joe Zagaki in the Davy bubble. <laughs> no. Joe, Joe's out too much. Joe talks to too many people. He's, he's long-winded. Yeah, Joe can't Gallivanting. <laughs> um, anyway, we are back, and uh, Solana is off today, though. Solana and Alex Dono did a great job holding down the fort while we were gone. Also, Dan Day and Jay Fig running the board. So, no Solana today, but we do have Dan Day and Jay Fig. Let's get headlines here real quick with Dan Day, who's filling in for Solana. Hey. First things first, glad to have you guys back. Glad to be here, Dan. Glad you were here. I'm telling you, Dan, I'm excited. The Heat have released videos addressing systematic racism featuring players Pat Riley and owner Mickey Arison. The NBA has also officially made today, Juneteenth, a paid holiday. Very nice. Awesome. I know we'll get to this probably later in the show. The University of Florida has banned its famous gator bait cheer due to the phrase having a historic racist imagery. Yeah, I don't know what that yep. cheer is, Crowder. The, the dun, 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 gator bait. Dun, dun, it's a, they yell it all game long. Every right. time, you, you know, like an... A high, you know, a big time in the game, third downs in the red zone, they yell it. And then it comes back that it was racial because there's pictures that they used to feed uh, African-American children to gators and call them gator bait. And everybody was tweeting me and I didn't tweet them back on purpose because I wanted to talk about it today. So I All know right, we're well, going we to get into it later on. We will yes. get to it. With no agreement on what the season will look like between the owners and the MLBPA, the Marlins have released at least 30 minor leaguers. All right, we'll find out what's going on with MLB. I'm sure over the weekend they were on, they're off, they're on, they're off. Something will, something hey, will happen. Hulk, let's buy some of their rights so when the baseball gets going, we can sell the players back to the teams. <laughs> Hulk, they don't, they pay them like a, a four hundred dollars a month. We can buy some of them up and have we'll their right. Take it to five hundred. Why not? Quick step. That's into what the- I'm saying. Hawkman, the Hawkman and Crowder roster. We have a Hawkman and Crowder roster. Quick step into the day spa in an attempt to protect its actors and actresses from COVID nineteen. Producers of the so- Soap opera The Bold and the Beautiful say they will use blow-up dolls in love scenes. I mean, who doesn't? Mm, I had one one time in the closet just to scare people. <laughs> that I would like to see. Ooh, love The Bold and Beautiful. Love that Hawk and Crowder are back. Love that it's a Friday. So here's some of the highlights and crowd pleasers. 
Bienvenidos al Hockey Crowder Show. Brought to you in Miami. Hi. Hey, I'm Channing Crowder. I want to know how many WNBA games you've watched. Okay, look at me, Channing Crowder. I'm going to I'm gonna put you on the spot here. That's what I sound like. Yeah, yeah. Hey, oh, 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 oh. Hey, let, hey, let me ask you a question. And then I'm going to take the next six minutes to look up Beatrice Montfrier's name. Highlight. But that really is what eggs are, because it's it's not dairy. It, it, it's an unborn chicken. It's liquid chicken. Oh my god. Ooh, delicioso. Phase one, baby. Phase one. <laughs> Let's go. And I, I just yelled out like MF, like really loud. And of course, he oh. starts repeating it. And my wife overheard this whole thing. She was not too happy with me. Thankfully, I, I didn't say it again in front of him, and he forgot about it a few minutes later. But you think he forgot about it? He's calling you that MF in his brain every time you take away his favorite toy. No, Chris sandwich. Chris sandwich. No, Chris sandwich. There's no C. Chris sandwich. Are you sure? I mean, okay, but how can I not be upset when when this idiot, no, this imbecile? Tinder snaps are only for pregnant women. It settles the stomach. Okay, I'll go with Nilla Wafer then. Nilla Wafer. Now that's a crowd pleaser. I'm not a fan. There's a lot of things I like, like uh, uh, the, the Egg McMuffin, very good. The Hash Brown, uh, uh, wonderful. But McGriddle, uh, not so much. Nilla Wafer! It sounds like you're a little salty. And then I'm going to take the next six minutes to look up Beatrice Montfrier's name. <laughs> it's liquid chicken. Let's go! I'm pleased. And that's how we do it. Had a great week. Have a great feel-good Friday. Great weekend. Let's do it again next week on the Best of the Joe Show. Later, slug. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.